Thank you for tuning in. This is Get Geekish, and it's time for another Get Geekish podcast. I'm Bino. That is Derek over there. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. It's, it's been a good week. It's been a crazy week in the in the movie theaters. So we decided mm-hmm. we're going to talk about one of the things that's on everybody's minds right now that's an MCU fan of the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert right now, if you have not seen it and you don't want to have spoils, I hate to tell you, but... Go listen to our previous podcasts because this one's going to have tons of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just put a bookmark just, and come back after yeah, you see it. Pa- I mean, pause this, go see the movie, and then come back. I feel like it, it has been out for at least a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. or uh, So so we're at least a week, week and a half, two weeks. A week. So week, the, week-ish. the diehards have had a chance to see it, and everybody else is getting their fair warning right now that we're going to talk about what happens in the movie. So if you don't want to know, come back and give it this episode sometime in the future because neither of us have actually talked to us about this. I saw it Mm-mm. on Saturday night. I don't know when you saw it, but neither of us I have actually it. talked to each other at all about this movie. We saved it all uh-huh. for your virgin ears in this podcast. Yeah, I've, uh, I saved it for, or I saved it. I watched it on Saturday afternoon. So how we have to do things here is since our son is two and a half and movie theaters to him are just like, eh, he doesn't want to sit still. <laughs> we have to go in shifts. Like I went and saw it, and then my wife went and saw it. So, you know, it's it's one of those ones too where it's getting to the point with Marvel movies. If you don't see it within the first week, the internet just spoils everything. And I'm not talking about people who see it because they're usually getting pretty good about being tight lipped about not spoiling stuff. It's every other news outlet out there. Yeah, it's, it's the screenshots, it's the news stories mm-hmm. about the actors, and a lot of the time, spoilers aren't even intended to be spoilers, yep. but you get some nitwit reporter that doesn't realize that the you know thing they talk about in the intro for their entertainment piece is actually a pivotal point in the movie that people are like, dang it, why did you tell me that? Yeah, or in, you know, every, every, every blog or whatever's got to go, ending explained, this explained, this explained, and... and I know we're kind of jumping on that bandwagon, but it's just one of the ones that I kind of want to talk about because there was some stuff that bothered me about the movie. Mm-hmm. And let's get into it. So here we go. We're getting into spoilers in three, two, one. All right, here we go. So overall, my feeling on this one is seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. Six or seven out of ten yeah, seems pretty fair for it. I know, it like, because my wife was like, so, because I saw it first, and she's like, what was your rated? I was like, six. She's like, that low is like maybe a seven. I'm like, it's. There were parts of it that I absolutely loved. Yes. And then there were parts of it that just kind of, okay, it's, it's there. So, right off the bat, I don't even, this was a Doctor Strange movie, quote unquote. I mean, I think this was more of a America Chavez introduction, which I'm perfectly fine with. But there's just certain elements that bothered me. Um, well, like with her, one, they didn't even really introduce her. She was just there in the first yeah. first five minutes of the movie. And anyone that doesn't have any comic backstory is like, where, where the hell is this? Well, who is this girl? Why does she make magic stars? Like, right. And that, and that's and that that's one of the things that bothered me is like I knew who she was briefly because you know they've they've kind of mentioned her and stuff. Um, and she's a relatively new superhero, mm-hmm. like what in the past 10 years or so yeah something like that and they just kind of threw her in right they they didn't really explain anything the the entire movie in the in the comics she's kind of a you know uh, a 
rough and tumble, like charismatic, confident, doing her stuff. And this, she was just kind of like the wide-eyed little damsel in distress. They help me, Doctor Strange, protect me. I don't know how to use my power. <laughs> right? Like, she she kind of got that confidence towards the end, but it, so yeah, they throw in there. They kind of explain it, explain her very briefly. But one of the things that bothered me right off the bat with the movie and maybe I'm just overanalyzing this, is when she's like, and I get that this movie was supposed to come out before Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, that she's like, do you have any experiences with the with the multiverse? And he's like, yeah, we helped Spider-Man, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, and Spider-Man, didn't he do a spell that removed everybody's memory of him? And then I was like, okay, maybe it's just, I had to think about this because I was like, maybe it's just Peter Parker part of it, and they he still knows who Spider-Man is. Then that was like, but you remember doing a spell for him? And I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> was this tacked on because you guys had to switch movies around? We'll or? fix it in post. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of bothered me. But mm-hmm. um, the other big glaring thing that just rubbed me the wrong way is it's called the Multiverse of Madness. And to me, it didn't feel like there was a lot of multiverse stuff. Yes, they went to different multiverses, but I expected way more because it felt like Loki was setting this up. You know, Loki and WandaVision. WandaVision kind of helped set this up, right? You know, Mm -hmm. with her being the quote-unquote villain of the movie. And I expected way more since Loki you know, set up the multiverse and the crashing and, and King the Conqueror and all that. I expected all that to be in this movie and I was just let down. And it, and it, and it feels like instead of the Marvel Universe setting up the multiverse, they use the multiverse as an excuse to be able to dream walk in this movie. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, last, last 20 movies? Just so we can make this point of the plot make sense. Look, she can travel through dreams now. <gasps> Whoa. I just, I feel like, and nothing against Sam Raimi, you know. I know that he had a lot on his shoulders with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like maybe somebody else should have, because again, it was, it did not feel like the multiverse of madness to me. It was just him going to different multiverses and not really, the, the closest they got to a multiverse of madness, if you will, is when the Illuminati showed up, right? Mm-hmm. You have... Reed Richards, which was awesome. I was like, yeah, and I hope that they didn't just play the Reed Richards off and the Professor X off as fanfare. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, look, I hope they actually do well, something they, with them in they, the future. They actually have a Fantastic Four movie lined up, but is Krasinski going to be in it? That's And that's what I'm saying. Right. I, that's You know, everybody was expecting him to show up in WandaVision, mm-hmm. right? And I'm hoping this wasn't the director or Marvel or whatever going, okay, here you go, here we're going to make some fans happy. Look, there he is. He's Reed Richards. And now we're going to kill him. Mm -hmm. You know, same with professor X. Like this was your, this was your stepping stone to introduce mutants into the Marvel cinematic universe. And they kind of failed at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's there, but they kind of failed at it. Yeah. I I feel like there's there's a lot of plot points that works, but I feel like it goes back to right. Cause I have different, uh, it sounds like, uh, ideas with Sam Raimi's take on this as a director. Some visual, really, really cool things and some interesting takes on stuff like that. But I feel like the end, and I love Bruce Campbell, so having him in it was kind of fun. But it didn't necessarily fit with the Marvel style for me. It Mm -hmm. seemed 
like a almost like a slasher comedy, like an Army of Darkness style, where it's deep, dark humor. And even, I mean, there were a lot of brutal murders in this oh, movie. Yeah. Though, like most, oh, yeah. most, you know, there's a couple of them here that you think of Vision getting torn apart, and a few other ones, and people die. It's emotional. This one, you're watching people get offed left and right. I mean, you talk, you talk about the Illuminati, Illuminati coming in there, and Wanda goes there and kills four out of the five of them in like a minute and a half. And mm-hmm. and not in pretty ways, like when Black Bolt decides to open his mouth when he, she takes his mouth off, like, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> it's a little nauseating. I, the whole theater did an audible of like, <gasps> you know, and then Reed Richards gets unraveled and Professor X gets his neck snapped. And it's just one of those ones where like, and that's again where I'm like hoping it wasn't a fanfare. And then Sam Raimi is like, okay, this is just my excuse for Evil Dead 4. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I, and, and I, I, also, know. I also have a lot of people that got... I, were upset about the way they portrayed Wanda in this. And I didn't like Wanda as much, except for the fact that I always have to pull myself back and realize that it was the Scarlet Witch doing everything in this movie. Wanda was trapped inside her own mind. Right. So making her supervillain, to me, doesn't do the disservice. Like, oh, they ruined Wanda. She's the terrible character, blah, blah, blah. Because basically the Scarlet Witch made it look like Wanda Maximoff is the omnipotent super being that's more powerful than anybody, but all she wants to be is a housewife at home with her kids. Right. Like, and that was one thing, too, that I talked to my wife about. It was, it was like, you know, she's like, I kind of understand where she was coming from. I was like, so you'd go to another universe, kill that version of yourself just so you could become the mom. She's like, well, yeah, do anything for my kids. I was like, I understand the doing anything for the kids part. But you're doing it for somebody else's kids. <laughs> yeah, you're, you don't have kids in this universe. You never did. You just had a facade of them. And then you want that. You're missing that feeling so much. You go to a different universe and you just off yourself in that universe so you could become their mom. And I thought that was a kind of a cool moment, you know, where the other Wanda came up and like touched her face and was like, I'll take care of him type of thing, everything like that. I was like, OK, that's kind of cool. And it kind of snapped her out of it. Mm-hmm. But overall, this movie, I was expecting so much more out of it there i keep going back to this it's called the multiverse of madness when it really wasn't mm-hmm. it, it, it was, Scarlet Witch, we, we, we get the wandavision got to see all the different kind of things she could do showing off some of her powers mm-hmm. and in this movie until she killed the illuminati and knew about other stuff it looked like the only thing she could do was fly and shoot glowing red orbs right that couldn't even get past shields like until she, she can literally, she, she can alter reality at a thought, but oh no, there's a wall in the way. <sighs> Guess I'll have to try something else. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? And you know, Doctor Strange is this, you know, all powerful sorcer- sorcerer and everything like that. And I feel like he was kind of muted in this too. Like his powers were kind of like, eh. <laughs> you know, we see him do all this, all this stuff at the, you know, in Doctor Strange and in Infinity War. And all of a sudden, in this, it's like, eh. And I can't say the the fight with himself and the music notes, part of me thought that was absolutely brilliant, and part of me hated it. <laughs> okay, so I'm not alone on there, because like, I was sitting there, was like, oh, this is cool. And then at the same time, I'm like, this is cheesy as hell. Uh-huh. It was like, like yeah, I, I shouldn't like this. Woo, that's cool. Oh, that's kind of dumb. No, oh, that's really cool. Uh. Like, right? I was sitting there, I was like this is cool but it's it's dumb at the same time it, it felt like this movie felt exactly like an early 2000s superhero movie mm. you know and sam raimi we know did spider-man one two and three the original ones and it, it felt along those lines yeah and and i want to reel it back in because both of us still put this on the side of i still liked it category mm-hmm. i'd still so watch we're, it again we're too. kind of just complaining about a lot of things on my my fear is the first 
phase of the Marvel Universe had such great characters and developing characters and storylines that all wrapped together. And if this is what the next 10 or 15 movies are going to be wrapped up together with, I'm a little scared it's not going to hold up. Mm -hmm. Because No Way Home, great. But you take that sandwich between Black Widow, The Eternals, and this, you're like, there's there's not much of a cohesive storyline that there is to grab on for anybody here. I'm I'm excited for to see where Thor goes, um, you know, because Ragnarok is one of my favorite. I think with you too, it's one of my favorite cinematic universe movies because it's mm. just so much fun. But again, it's I'm, I'm right there with you. It's one of those ones where I get introducing America, right? I get introducing her. I get why she's important because this way it opens up a whole bunch of different well universes, basically. They, they, they should have just given her a chance to actually introduce her. I would have. Like, this sounds horrible of me. Like every action movie star is probably gonna punch me in the face. But instead of a seven and a half minute fight scene with uh, Gramama, what do they call the eye tentacle the thing? Octopus. Yeah, yeah they, they had know. to change his name because of copyright things. They didn't even mention who that was. So we have a seven and a half minute fight scene with a magic mystery octopus to introduce her, and you have no idea what's going on. Could we have just had like? two or three minutes of dialogue that kind of give her a little bit of backstory or introduce herself or show what she can do or something like that. Like we don't need a and whole origin story movie, but maybe like an off screen character like, Oh, that's America Chavez. She can do this. I didn't know she could do that. <laughs> well, right. And that's the thing is like, I mean, you look at, well, I mean, you look at other movies, right? The other movies in the cinematic universe that will take black widow before she had her own movie. She was thrown in there, and we kind of knew about her, right? Mm -hmm. Same with the Hulk. Yeah, he had his other movies, but this was a different, quote-unquote, Hulk type of thing. We didn't necessarily need the origin stories, but a 15 minutes in the beginning to kind of introduce her rather than just throwing her into it was, would yeah. have been fine. Yeah, Black Widow and Avengers, you knew in two scenes, like, oh, she's a hardcore Russian ex-KGB spy that can kick a lot of booty. Okay, mm -hmm. check. Now I know what she's well, got. Now she's got. She's got that coming to the table. Let's move on. <laughs> and 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 the flashback with America, it bothered me too. And I don't know if it happens like that in the comic, but a bee triggers it. Like she's supposed to be in this alternate universe that looks like tranquil and everything like that, and like peace and everything. And then she like overreacts to a bee. And I get kids do that, but at the same time, I'm like, there had to have been a better way. Mm-hmm. I, it just it fell out of place. And again, if it happened in the comics, great. I would have probably read the comics went that there had to have been a better way with that too. It's just yeah, a bee stung me, so it opened up a portal and sucked my mom's into an alternate dimension. It's, it's right. That's a rough origin story to, to wrap a good story around. And that's the thing is what you look at. I, I, again, I keep coming back to this: a multiverse of madness. That's the title. They were in one, two, three different multiverses. Four. If you yeah, don't count the, yeah, all the, the ones, ones that they, they just like slapping through, they actually yeah. visited and were in for a period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Was you had their normal, the normal universe, the one with the Illuminati. Oh, the, the, then, one, the, the one where he killed himself. Cause that was a good piece of writing. I thought it was kind of fun where in the beginning of the movie, he finds the, uh, the evil strange that gets killed and falls through the portal. It's with America. Yeah. And then he buries him under the street, which seems totally normal, but then it comes back later in the movie, and that ends up being the corpse that he takes over to go do other stuff. That was, right. that was kind of a fun, like, oh, the U.S. you threw that in there without making it seem super out of place. Well done. Well done. 
I have a feeling that was like Sam Raimi going, hey, I wanted to do this in Army of Darkness, but I didn't get a chance. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so then you, you have the, the normal universe, the one with the Illuminati, the one where the third eye and they have the the music battle. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Yeah. I was expecting them to go through different things. And, you know, even with with Spider-Man, when the multiverse started tearing everything, you got kind of glimpses and they, you know, did little nods to different characters. And you're like, oh, who's that? I expected that to happen in this, where at least they'd be somewhere and they'd mention something offhand. And you'd get more. Or, you know, when Professor X rolled out, yeah, it was a great nod that they did the X-Men theme. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. But again, if you don't follow the comics and you don't know who X-Men are, they roll them out there. You're like, who's this guy? Because they didn't explain him. Mm -hmm. You know? And again, that was a perfect introduction to introduce mutants. And I halfway expected at the end of the movie for Deadpool to walk out at where the Illuminati battle went happened and went, what the, f-? you know, just. Kind of, I, 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 like, I secretly hoped that Bruce Campbell was going to be a mutant of some kind. Right. <laughs> Instead, he gets the breaking the fourth wall post credit scene where you're like, that was funny, but did we need that? <laughs> what did you think of the first post credit scene? I had to Google it. Mm, me too. Me so, too. when she tore open, I was like, that looks like where he fought Dormammu. Mm-hmm. And I was right. When I Googled it, but again, it was one of those ones where it's like, you, if you don't know, some, this is what kind of ticks me off with some of the post credit scenes. I get what they're doing. I get it's just a nod, but I wish they'd give us a little bit more, you know, especially you look at the post credit scene of what is it, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that has Adam Warlock in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's Warlock? I thought he was... Yeah, well, I thought he was supposed to pop up at some point. I, uh, there was mention that, you know, it could be popping up in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Nope. You know, there was, I kept waiting for Loki to pop up in this movie because of at the end of Loki season, you have the multiverse tearing and they going out and into it. It's just, or at least something to do with, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like somebody over at Marvel, maybe they'll prove me wrong and do something magical. But I feel like somebody over there is focused way too hard on making these surprise cameos that show up in different things that they can over-market the heck out of. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and then have a story that goes along that because we need this to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. And again, I don't know if this is because Spider-Man came out before Doctor Strange when it was supposed to come out after. But Spider-Man raised my hopes up high mm-hmm. for the next phase of Marvel movies because of like it. it the multiverse is now a thing. They acknowledge it. Mutants are technically now a thing. They acknowledge it, kind of. Mm-hmm. And Loki brought in the multiverse too. You know, it was just one of those ones where I'm like, "This is the best you could do." I, I kind of expected a an end game like scene of multiverses coming apart and different things coming across and fighting and saving and stuff like that instead of just. Doctor Strange fighting himself with a corpse, right? <laughs> and then, and then, and then you have Charlize Theron going, "You've caused an incursion, unless you're scared." And he's like, "I'm not scared." And his third eye opens, which is like, which they, they also never explain the third eye either. Like, that's it's because to... he me- he messed with the dark hole. Yeah, but the, again, explanation of what the heck's <laughs> going on. And <clears throat> <laughs> never explain the dark hole part because the dark hole was a big part of some other movies and Agents of Shield. So I was kind of excited about like oh, they're bringing this there, but then they destroyed it. 
And doing some research in the movie, Wanda goes and offs herself with the book. And my first thought was, well, what about the ones in the rest of the dimension? But if you go research the movie, that was Wanda going and destroying the Darkhold across all dimensions. Right, which Doctor Strange briefly mentions when it starts dissolving. He's like, oh, he destroyed it in all dimensions. And like, yeah, like that's. Well, the thing is, the thing is, too, you go back to WandaVision and you have Agatha, who is a master of the Darkhold, who it was a Mephisto. Mm hmm. I thought he was going to have something to do. I was waiting for Agatha to show up because she was, I think she was supposed to teach her how to use this or, you know, whatever, like type Mm -hmm. of thing. Nothing. It feels like the shows, Loki and WandaVision, they'd made them and they're like, cool, this is going to have a cool tie-in. And you're like, yeah, you get excited for the movies. And then they forget about them. Mm -hmm. And it was just... I'm I'm sticking with a six. The more we talk about this, I'm sticking with a six. It's not the worst Marvel movie. No, it's still enjoyable. Let's let's talk about a few things we like because yeah. I, I'm with you. We've been complaining about it for 20 minutes now. Well, it's not even complaints. It was just expectations. They had all this that they could have went off of, and that's the best they could do. Uh huh. I mean, it, that's the, if it was going to be putting out Eternals and Multiverse of Madness, I would say forget it. Disney quit doing movies. Just do more TV series. Then do another mm-hmm. Loki. Do another. Uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon do another WandaVision because those things are fantastic. <laughs> well, I, fi- I feel like if they would have actually, excuse me, if they would have actually done the time, time and done like a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness series where they did six hour long episodes, mm-hmm. potential there could have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But what we did like, um, some of the writing was good. Mm-hmm. It, I did enjoy some of the Sam Raimi humor in it. Yeah, some of the humor was pretty good, and the a lot of the cameos of people showing up are fantastic. Like the fact that they could get so many of those original actors back in the movie. Well, and it's always a pleasure to see Bruce Campbell. I mean, mm-hmm. we've we've done a podcast about him in the past. He's a national treasure, so it's always <laughs> a pleasure to to see him on there. His post post credit scene was felt kind of out of place, but understandable. Yeah. And I think it matters to the other stuff when they had the little music stings when characters from other universes showed up. A little bit mm-hmm. of cheese that was washed out by that. Ah, it's pretty cool, though. <laughs> well, I know. Because when when, I was sitting there, we all know from the trailer when I think, you know, they did the professor, they did professor voices, you know, professor X's voice real quick, trying to like either they screwed up on the trailer or they were trying to pull one over on us. And like right away, we, I was like, that's professor X. Like, mm-hmm. So I kept waiting for him to show up in the movie. Reed Richards was a great surprise. Mm-hmm. And then they killed him off. I was like, please don't let that just be a, we gave you what you wanted now. <laughs> well, same thing. Cause but, you thought about that. They had the, uh, was it, they were going to do the, not the Eternals or was it the Eternals? Yeah. Cause I was expecting black bolt to be in the Eternals. And he was, isn't that some like, is this how they just offed him? So they write him out of that movie. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and that's what uh, you have. Um, Carter. Oh, yeah, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, which I was like, yeah, and then they cut her in half with her own shield. I was like, that that's all she gets? I mean, yeah, she got her what-if chance and got to voice the character there, but she gets less than five minutes, and that fight bothered me. It just felt very poorly choreographed. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, 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 that fight to me was the one that was the B-horror movie that you expect to see on USA Up All Night or like the back of a bad local video store like yeah it, that 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 fight wasn't great between those two i was just like i expected so much more it just felt way out of place um but 
you know, we're supposed to be talking about things we like. We keep going back to it. Uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. Uh huh. He he is a good Doctor Strange, and the way that he played the character, I think, was very fitting. It's the same way, you know, with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I don't know if there can be another Strange mm-hmm. to to, you know, obviously there's going to be other ones, but he did a great job playing different versions of himself as well. And he makes he makes it believable too because Doctor Strange is that charismatic overconfident I'm better than everyone but I still want to be good like mm-hmm. so you can kind of root for him but then you can kind of be upset at the same time so he does a really good job with that and I also like that his uh, relationship with Christine in the movie like it's a whole focal point of him still you know loving her or whatever and, it, right. and it's a part of the movie but they don't turn that into the whole point of the movie and he gets on good terms, and you know he's, he has that whole. I just want you to be happy in what university in, and it doesn't turn into this sob story where he has to go rescue her or change himself to go be with the love of his life. It's it's just he's screwed up, and he knows it. <laughs> and, mm. and and he's screwed up in every universe too. Yeah, which is. <laughs> um, I like that they introduced a new character. We have America Chavez, but like I said, which I'm excited to see more of her, especially since she was kind of coming into her own at the end. And to see how they use her, um, you know, especially since she's kind of using her powers, to see how they use her in the future. Hopefully it's just not like a gimmick type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, honestly, you know, the promotional did, promotional marketing, whatever you want to do, did a very good job of kind of hiding that the Scarlet Witch was the villain. Yeah. they The trailers and everything like make that think that they're going to help. And I think Elizabeth Olsen did a fantastic job of being just downright terrifying because you're sitting there watching and you're like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh geez. And that whole, just like, and that's where like the Sam Raimi comes in and everything like that. He did a great job making her menacing and that whole like just tunnel chase kind of just going through that after the Illuminati battle was, I was just like, this is, this is good. Mm-hmm. You know, she just comes through the darks with her. Eyes. I was like, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's it's, it, it, it. Was it was an intense movie, mm-hmm. and it it was it was. Some people it, are complaining about it. It it was <laughs> fairly long, but it didn't feel long. Yeah, I felt like it could have been longer. Yeah, like I <laughs> I, I look at some of the movies like I, I ragging the Eternals quite a bit, but that movie was two and a half two hours long, and it felt like it was five hours long. This one was clocked in at two forty or two something like that. May I think I think close to like two, a little over two and a half hours. Yeah, but it it was paced. It just kept going. There was not a lull. We're like, when's Act Two gonna be over? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, I think I, I was confused because I didn't know what to take it because I was I was looking at reviews of people that I know, which I like to do before I go to a movie sometime because I've got some friends that will give reviews of movies without giving spoilers away, and it's kind of just nice to know you know expectation levels where to put them at. And mm-hmm. with the exception of one or two people, everybody I know that saw it before me was just raving. Oh, it's great! Well, it's not the best one ever, but it's great. It's great. It's oh, it's well, it's not as good as Spider Man, but it's great. And I feel like I went in with that kind of mentality, and then still got, you know, underperforming a little bit. <laughs> yeah. When again, it's it's the whole thing too. Like we have the buildup right from it's 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 like when we you watch Iron Man right Iron Man two it's oh it's okay, but it's still building up to something. Iron mm-hmm. Man three, it's all right, it's still building up to something. All the other Marvel movies, it's all right, it's building up to something. You get Infinity War, you're like oh my gosh. Me Endgame, eh, uh, 
to me, Endgame's like a seven. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of it as much as some of the other ones, but I like Endgame. You have all the other. You have all the other movies that go up to Infinity War, which is this big culmination. And I think that's kind of what we felt like with the Multiverse of Madness was you have the TV shows setting up things with WandaVision and Loki because they weren't subtle about it. They were like in your face setting up stuff like WandaVision hit it for a little bit. And then when it hits you with it, you're like, whoa, you know, same with Loki building up. You have Spider-Man No Way Home. And you're just like, whoa. Right. And then you come with this. You're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so so uh, so overall, okay with it. I still give it a thumb up. If you like yeah. Marvel Universe, you like Doctor Strange, go see it. It's got some entertaining points. It's got some good stuff that happens in it. But it's not the greatest Marvel movie ever made, and I have a lot of issues with parts of it. But mm-hmm. like you said, I'll probably watch it again as soon as it comes out on home digital services. And it it gives me a little, like you said, it gives me a little glimmer for the future. But at the same time, I am now cautious cautiously optimistic about it yeah marvel's turned in their i can do no wrong card and they're back to you guys gotta 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 impress us in the going forward (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean because i mean you look at you look at the previous movies some of them you know kind of fluctuates where you know even captain america the first avenger you watch it you're like i get what it's doing it's not great i get what it's doing it's setting up you know the avengers type of thing and i get what this is doing with setting up the multiverse i just I wish they would have focused more on the multiverse aspect of it rather than she wants her kids. So she's going to do whatever it takes and you got to protect this kid because she wants that power type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like they could have done a little bit more with it, but I, what do I know? And and, and I'll throw out there for the future of Marvel. What I don't want to see is that in 10 years, we're going to have to go to a movie theater and be like, wait, wait, is this a, uh, an earth 616 story or an earth 812 story? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't want to be. I don't want it to be that complicated. I already get that now. Like, I feel like an old curmudgeon when I go look at comic storylines now, and I go to like read a comic, and then there's like seven different branches of well, in the Ultimate Universe, this happened. Well, in the Earth Universe, this happened. In the Earth Eight One Six Universe, this happened. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I think that's where that's where some comic that's where some people who want to get into comic books kind of get overwhelmed and just turn away is because you pick it up and you're like, wait. What universe is this one? Mm-hmm. That way, this isn't the normal Earth. Why does he look to? Oh, I no, I want normal Spider-Man. You know, type and of thing, and so. maybe maybe they're doing a good thing because that's what they made allusion to that America Chavez that there is not different versions of her. So maybe they'll follow that kind of storyline, or I don't know. I don't know. Here's the hoping. Yeah. So again. Six out of ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. Let us know what you think at Get Geekish. We've spent you know half an hour or so. I feel like we've just been ripping this movie apart and complaining about and, and it. That's the, the thing is, it's like it's not that bad. We're just we had high expectations for it. And I think a lot of people did, and also the people who are out there who went expecting a feel good Doctor Strange movie, and then you know some people are like, this should have been rated R for horror and everything like that. I'm like, well, I I honestly think <laughs> this one was way more intense than everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. This was this was this was yeah. There is a lot of parts where I'm like, that is dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. But, but yeah. Let us know at Geek Geekish. We know what your thoughts are on Doctor Strange. And make sure not to spoil it for your friends if they haven't seen it yet. Because if right. you listen this far, odds are you probably already saw it. Or you're not going to see it. So 
And if you disagree with us and you think it's fantastic, please let us know. I mean, we're not here to argue with anybody, but I love hearing other opinions, obviously. That's why that's why we do this. Mm-hmm. We like other opinions. We want to hear other sides to the, mm-hmm. to the multiverse. And, and there's parts that I love, too. So talk about the stuff you love. Let us know. At Geek Geekish. And then we will talk at you next week. <laughs>